one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Top of the List. I'm one of your hosts, Dom, here with our other host, RB. Say what's up. What's up, guys? <laughs> and of course, this week's episode, uh, we talked about it at the end of last week's episode, we got to talk Cobra Kai Season 4. If you guys didn't know, on top of the list here, it's a tradition. We always watch the new season of Cobra Kai. We reviewed season three last year. Um, me and Ryan kind of had a little bit of space in between our scores, but I think Ryan didn't like it that much. I thought it was okay, but uh, we're here to talk about season four. So let's kick it off, RB. Let's talk season four. Yeah, you know, I think they did an excellent job with season four. Um, I really enjoyed this season. A really great comeback after being... I mean, pretty disappointed, at least from my point of view, um, with season three. So off the bat, I'm going to give this one. I wanted to give it an eight out of ten, but there were just a couple of things that held it back from being a great episode of TV. So I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of ten off the bat. Really enjoyed the season, enjoyed the villain, enjoyed uh, a lot of the storylines. Um, there weren't the things that I hated about season three. Yeah. I think they fixed really well in season four. Yeah, I can see what you're saying there. So you give it seven and a half. I think my score is going to be, I, I think I'm on the same wavelength as you hear, Ryan. I think I'm mm -hmm. at seven and a half. I could be convinced to move it up to an eight, but I think my minimum score is definitely seven and a half because this was a good season of television. And um, although we'll, we'll go into it into more detail, but you know, you and me, when we came into this, we watched season one and we were blown away by season one. It, it's still, mm -hmm. I think, in our book, the best season so far. I, I don't know. Season one and season two were both pretty incredible. I was, yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, season two, season one ends with the All Valley, yeah. season two ends with the school fight, correct? Right, right. So those are two back to back incredible seasons. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where we have a little bit of a difference here. I, I enjoyed everything about season one. We went into season two and I enjoyed a lot of aspects of it, but there was a, for me, there was a flat spot. I think I've talked about it, you know, many times on top of the list before, but there was a flat spot in season two. But like you said, the finale made up for everything because yeah. those final few yeah, episodes yeah. were just incredible. And then they pulled it again on me, at least in my book for season three, where I thought this, the regular part of the season, you know, the first few episodes was fine. It was okay. Nothing really spectacular or stand out. There's a couple of cool, great sequences with the action, but it was really the finale last year that blew you and me both away when we had that big, uh, I guess you call it a, a brawl at the Cobra Kai facility. And we got to see uh, Daniel versus Kreese for the first time, which was really cool. But, you know, yeah. so season, season three ended on a high note, even though the rest of the season was just average at best and then yeah. you know we get to season four where for me at least it pulled a bit of a reversal where the regular part of the season was absolutely astounding but for me the last few episodes really wavered off but i, I we got to talk in depth yeah yeah for sure <laughs> so i mean let's let's start with um i, I think starting with some of our, our returning characters okay. um Obviously, we where we leave off at the end of season three. Yeah, um, we find that Daniel and uh, Johnny, Daniel and Johnny, decide that they are going to have to work together to to defeat sort of their big bad yeah. John Priest, who has returned, um, played by Martin Cove. He was excellent in uh, excellent in season uh, season three. Yeah, uh, he was one of the highlights. Right? Yeah. Uh, so now they have to team up and um, let's talk about this uh, sort of this relationship between Miyagi-Do and uh, Eagle Fang and uh, this relationship between Johnny 
and uh, Daniel this season because that was sort yeah. of, one of the main storylines. Yeah, and you know, you know, RB, this is really we've been saying it in our other reviews of Cobra Kai when we talked about Cobra Kai before, but this is what you know. I'll speak for myself, but I want to know what what you wanted as well. But I've always wanted this show to go here is always yeah. wanted to see these two guys team up and try to work together and season four finally delivered it. And that's why it's one of my favorite seasons so far of this show. Yeah, I agree with you. And what I, what I loved about it was, you know, a lot of shows would go with this. Oh, you know, we don't like each other. Now we have a common enemy. Let's be team. Let's be friends. And, you know, yeah. and then they just start working together. That was yeah. not the fact of the season. In fact, we don't even get to see them. Spoiler alert. We don't even really get to see them working together until the season finale. Right. Yeah. That's what was really crazy. And yeah. I loved, I, I think you kind of are hinting at it here. I love the aspect that, yes, they they thought it was enough to hate the same guy. Let's work together to fight against this guy that we both hate. But really, it's not. And they have to work towards it. And they have a lot of things to work out along the way. And I loved watching it happen. I love watching and- these guys interact. I think what the show did a great job of doing was demonstrating how they're really the same person. Yes. Um, you know, as much as they dislike each other, they have so many similarities. I mean, we see both of them sitting on the phone after one of them has an argument saying, Oh, should I call him and apologize? No, that sounds weak. And they both say it's the exact same scene. You look at it first. You have Johnny. The first time they have a fight wanting to call Daniel say, no, I shouldn't apologize. That's weak. Hanging up the phone. Then you see Daniel pacing in his kitchen doing the exact same thing. I think they did a great job demonstrating that. Yeah. And absolutely. And that's what I was kind of hinting at before with the the way season three ended really set this up well, because we have that one episode where they meet Allie again. Right. And then Allie points out that exact same thing you just brought up, Ryan, where they're all at Mm -hmm. that Christmas party. It's like that that uh, luxury club that was in the original Karate Kid. And they're sitting. The three of them are having to talk Allie, Johnny and Daniel. And Allie says, you guys see stuff in each other. You know, you guys are more alike than you think. And you see things that you hate about yourself in each other. And that's what makes you don't like each other at all. Right, and I right. thought that was really cool that they built upon that this season. And we got to talk about one of my favorite moments and one of my favorite episodes, which came early on in the season. I think it's episode two or three. I can't remember. But Daniel teaching Johnny miyagi and Johnny yes. teaching Daniel yes. Eagle Fang. <laughs> That was that was awesome, awesome that, sequence for well, sure. Maybe one of my favorite episodes of the whole show, be just because of, I don't know, just for me, I was totally nerding out when Johnny started doing all the kata, and then he he had to do like the little bouncing thing that they did last season in the pond, and he fell in the water. It was just yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt, and even watching Daniel sort of embrace some of the uh, eagle thing, you know, I think it was with the with the baseballs, or he had the the pitching machine <laughs> punching the yeah. Yeah, that was I, great. I thought, I thought there were some really well and how, done sequences. How about the, sure. the hockey game? That was a great sequence there when yeah, they got the hockey yeah. game. And so then he had great. to fight all those hockey players. That was a cool fight. There And there were some great lines. You know, he, I, I love there was a turnaround in that sequence where um, Daniel's teaching uh, Johnny miyagi and he says, what's the best way to fight? No be there. And, and uh, Johnny goes, uh, you know, the guy trained you for years for free. You couldn't even teach him English. And then they get back to the <laughs> hockey fight. And we see Daniel beat up all these hockey guys. And he turns and, you know, looks at Johnny and says, where were you? He goes, best way to fight. No, be there. Yes, that, that was, was such a that great That was exchange. one of my favorite seasons, uh, favorite parts of the season for sure. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Be- yeah. And it was great on, you know, a comedic level. Like you and I enjoyed it. It was great on like a fan service level, but it was also great on a deeper level because we got to see these opposing views 
really these guys had to hash it out what it is that makes their view strong what they think makes their view the right way and they had to hash it out and they had to discover that in eagle fang there was a lot that daniel could learn and in miyagi though there was a lot johnny could learn and yeah, i love that aspect that. about it okay so we've talked about johnny we've talked about uh yeah. daniel and we've talked about a little bit about crease mm-hmm. let's talk about um the, the kids uh okay um miguel we've got robbie of course and then we've got uh sam and tori we've got hawk you know a lot of the students returning with uh really big storylines this season dimitri Um, got a pretty good storyline this year got a great storyline i'm gonna start with one of my favorite things about this season is i think we finally got some decent character development with sam i mean in these reviews we've done before i've been widely outspoken about how much I hate her character. She's yes. just the the prissy rich girl. You know, she learns karate because her dad's the sensei. Yes. She's, you know, we, we've criticized, I don't know the actress's name, but we've criticized her acting before. Mary Mauser is her name. Yeah, Mary Mauser, <laughs> you know. And I think she had some really good, develop- both her and Tori, that rivalry. I love the story that blossomed this season from that. We see Tori sort of down and out. We get more of her story and why she's, Kind of the, you know, as we see it in seasons previous, the terrible person we see she is. And we see Sam sort of developing into everything that, you know, Tori sort of, the reason Tori despises her. And I really enjoyed that and seeing it from a different lens, seeing it more from Tori's perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I think that these female characters really, really did great this season. Um, I want to know your thoughts on this uh, because I don't know if you read about behind the scenes, but. This was the first season that was a fully Netflix production, right? So behind the, okay. they used Netflix studios, Netflix equipment, Netflix everything. So it was a Netflix production and not what it used to be. Remember, it started off on YouTube originals, yep. then they moved it yep. over. And but anyway, so I think that maybe it was Netflix that came in and maybe fixed that sto- aspect of the storytelling a little bit. Although I do have to say, season three was the first time you and I both noted, okay. They're trying to at least improve her storyline a little bit with this kind of PTSD she has. And we were like, okay, this is in a good direction. But then season four, this season, that really came to fruition. And these two had fantastic seasons. And she got to show off some of the best karate she's ever shown off in this series. I can tell. I think she must have been working behind the scenes a little bit harder because... Her action scenes were a marked improvement from season one and two when she was not doing good in the action scenes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So we have we have a great development from those two characters. Um, I think really Miguel, I don't know, his develop he didn't develop much as a character. I, I think I like uh, the Daniel think, relationship he had. Yeah, that's fair. I think he's a great actor. You know, yes. I, I I applaud uh let's see. I have his name right in front of me here, but let's see, where'd he go? Do you, do you know the name of the There we go. Uh, Solo Maradueña. Yeah, um, he has a hard name I, to I say. Think, <laughs> yeah, I think, he, I think he does an excellent job as Miguel. Um, I was really happy that this season, Robbie got more of a storyline. That was our yes. big complaint with season three was, you know, he disappeared like midway through the season then came back for the finale. But with the whole middle, he was gone because he was in juvie. Yeah. And that, there could have been a whole good storyline there. Um, I think he did a good job. I liked Robbie's storyline. Robbie sort of, I mean, Robbie has a great character development in, in this series. Oh, my season. gosh. He did yeah. fantastic. Um, yeah. Very much improved. And you know what? While we said that his 
story, the way he fit into the story in season three felt so weird, but we did enjoy what he was doing in the juvie line. Just felt like they missed out on yeah, something we got, there. We got one episode, half of an episode with it. Yeah. They Chris missed out on something there. After, yeah. So that was, yeah, that was uh, disappointing. That was my uh, but season four. He gets yeah. to mentor a new character. And I think maybe, you know, we talked on our, our uh, yeah. returning cast members. Mostly we'll come back to some of the, the, you know, lesser members, but let's yep. talk about our newcomers. I think Without that this doubt. was, I think out of all the storylines in the show, this might be my second favorite storyline this season because they really pulled off something unique where it's not exactly the same as the original Karate Kid. It's a little bit different, but it gives you all the feelings of that original Karate Kid watching these, you know, two new characters that not really new because one of them's Daniel's son. But um, the other two new characters, the female interest and the new male interest, I forget these new characters' names. Do you remember the new characters' yeah, names? Yeah, okay. so uh, Kenny is uh, who, who you're referring to, correct? Um, yes, Kenny is the yeah, new Kenny's, uh, Kenny's character. character. Yeah, I, I think that is one of my favorite storylines, if not my favorite storyline this season, okay. was uh, was Kenny's storyline. And then um, Anthony LaRusso, Kenny yes. Payne, and I'm looking for the name of the girl. Um yeah, I yeah, can't I, remember I, the I name of her. I can't find I can't find her, yeah. But yeah, it's but, his uh, love yes. interest. Kenny's Kenny yeah. and Anthony's uh love interest. There's a little love triangle going on there, just like original Karate Kid. This whole storyline with Kenny was excellent. You know, it, it yes. season two opens up with a new character, the introduction introduction of Kenny. We get that great sort of dancing scene, and then we see everyone sort of making fun of him. We realize he's the new kid at school. You know, we see what what a dick, you know, uh, Anthony LaRusso is, right, Anthony? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I love this story. I love how Robbie takes him under his wing. And I think it draws a great parallel parallel to our new adult character this season for any Karate Kid, uh, Karate Kid 3 fans out there, uh, Terry Silver. Um, I yeah. find a lot of the relationship between Crease and Silver very similar to this relationship between Robbie and Kenny where, you know, you have Kreese, who sort of mentored um, Terry Silver and sort of built this monster very similar to Robbie and what he's, what he's you know, sort of trained Kenny to be. And that's kind of the capstone of Robbie's storyline this yeah. season. His season ended incredibly where he realizes kind of the wrongdoing of his ways and he goes and he hugs Johnny and stuff like that. And I was like, wow. This guy had a great character development this season. Oh, yes. He got to see, he created a monster. And in season five, what if he has to face off against the monster he created? That'd be freaking amazing. Absolutely, yes. So I, uh, I think so- those, those guys did really amazing. But you hinted at it. We got to talk about it, Ryan. Let's yep. talk about our villains this season. And yep. the return of, what's his name? Thomas Terry e. Silver. Yeah, Thomas yeah, e. Griffith yeah. is Terry Silver. Okay, um, yes. So let's let's jump back to our impressions on him first in the Karate Kid three. Yes. This guy is your quintessential <laughs> rich, coked out bad guy. Yeah. I mean, he's nuts. And I think they do a great job because I hated him in Karate Kid Three. I thought I was like, let's this just, guy let's just no get it sense. out there, RB. Let's yeah. so our fans know, you know, if we have younger listeners, maybe they haven't yeah. seen Karate Kid Three. Karate Kid Three is terrible. A terrible, terrible movie. And it's mostly because of the villain, I think. Yeah, I agree. His, 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 he's a villain who is, a, a term you like to use, a mustache twirler. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm rich, and I'm going to use my money to be evil. 
So yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, but I think that my favorite part about this, and it's something that Peter, uh, Spider-Man pulled off as well yeah. with, uh, with Jamie Foxx as Electra. Thomas Ian Griffith as Terry Silver immediately, the first time we see him, makes a statement about how stupid his character was. <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, I was trying to destroy an eight, a 17-year-old kid because I was on so much coke, I didn't know what it was doing. Are you kidding me? I was nuts. Yeah, he, I was was like, tormenting, Thank you. he, he was tormenting a teenager yeah. in the 80s. He, That's what he says. He immediately <laughs> recognizes it. And I thought that was excellent that they did that. Yeah, and then, of course, they took it to another level where we get this kind of, he has this buried personality that is under the surface of him that crease slowly digs up to the surface. Yeah. And yeah. it was excellent. It was so yeah. cool. He goes from this piano playing rich guy that cares about soy and tofu appetizers. Yeah. And then he slowly becomes like, like he has this scene in the wine cellar where he kicks the, the wine bottle and it splatters all over this really fancy painting. And that was mm. so metaphorical for me. I was like, this guy is like, He's kind of giving me like Kingpin vibes from uh, if you've ever seen season one of Daredevil, if you're listening, um, he gives me that kind of vibe. He gives me all these kind of kind of almost kind of like a Hannibal Lecter-esque vibe a little yeah, bit too. Yeah, yeah. So he was awesome. Did that, you also yeah. enjoy I, him this season? Yeah, and I think there's a great turning point this season uh, okay. when we have, you know, he, he, he embarrasses Crease in front of his dojo. I think Kenny beats... Uh, Kenny beats uh, Robbie or Tori or someone in a fight. Right. Um, and he goes, okay, I'll buy you a six pack. And he buys him the six pack of Vietnamese beers and sort of has him flash back to Vietnam. And I think that's an incredible sequence where, you know, he starts so cool. Oh, you know, look what I got you. Oh, yeah. I remember these from back. In the and, you know, you slowly break down into, you know, would you even be alive if I weren't here, Chris? And you, what are you? You follow my orders. You follow my lead. I thought that was such and an excellent scene between him and Chris. These guys were incredible the whole season. They were bringing yep. a a list power to a series that is yeah. very much a cheesy, corny series. They were bringing yeah. the heat this season, and you know, Chris. It was so great watching him poke the bear too much, and then. He messes with Terry's mind too much and he plays with him too much to the point where Terry is fully revealed to be the big bad for the remainder of the yep. series. So let's let's talk then. I think that wraps us up nicely too. We've talked about the season. We've talked about character development. Let's mm -hmm. talk about what really ended up being our two-part finale, episode yeah. nine, The Fall, and episode 10 of the season, The Rise. Uh, yeah. So Episode nine, the fall. We, we got to talk episode nine. Get a uh, all valley tournament, and we, we had I, been I mean, waiting I forever mean, since season one. So anticipated, and for me, it was the biggest slam and miss that they've ever made in the show. It was one yes. of the worst episodes of the show. Episode nine yes. is one of the worst Without episodes of the show. So terrible. The whole montage of the skills competition really upset. I mean, that, that was, was quintessential right. karate kid. We could have gotten a montage of every round of the All Valley, which is what we loved in the original Karate Kid, what we loved in season one of Cobra Kai. And instead, yep. they went a different direction of people essentially a dance montage. And what about one of the worst moments in television history? I think, where we're, at least we're getting some action at, at this point. 
We're about to head into these, you know, the big rounds where we're supposed to see all these great fights. But leading into this round, all of a sudden, some guy shows up on a mic and he's like, oh, hey, look, Carrie Underwood is here. And Carrie yeah. Underwood starts giving a live concert in the middle of the episode. And yep, then yep. to make it worse, they completely gloss over the next round by just showing a few montages during her concert of them yep. winning the battles to get to the finals. That Correct, was the yeah. part we wanted to see. And they mm -hmm. put it in a montage. Mm -hmm. That was so yep. bad. That Isn't was so bad. That now, was let's so bad. talk about the end yeah. of, of the fall, though. Um, we get, uh, uh, you know, I think really a great battle. Miguel and Hawk, so excited to see them. I was feeling, okay, they can redeem this episode here with yes. this battle. Yes. And what do you think of it? I, 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 we get a heartbreaking scene. <laughs> we get Miguel getting ready to what we think is beat Hawk. He's thinking back to all of his teachings from Johnny and from they're building from, it up. Uh, Daniel, he's got all these ideas and he goes to take the sweet kick and you see, you hear something pop and he goes down grabbing his back where he was injured. And the last, you, before the episode cuts to black, he screams sensei. Oh my gosh. I was heartbreaking. It was, it was, I thought they were going to actually do it and they pulled it off yeah. and I was like, whoa, because the buildup to it was incredible. His yes. recovery. They showed the scenes of him recovering, his buildup right yep. to the peak. And he was either going to win it right there, and that would have been amazing if he just pulled off the kick and he won it right there, a full circle, full comeback. But they went the dark direction, and I thought that he was going to be permanently paralyzed. I, and I, I was too. in shock, Ryan. I had to turn off yep. my TV and take a break mm -hmm. for an hour because I was so heartbroken. And yeah. that line at the end where he's holding his back and his, bot, his spine is all disjointed, and he screams out, Sensei, I was crying. I was like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And, and then we get to the beginning, episode 10. And what do they do, Ryan? Yeah, we get we get a hospital room. We get all these brain scans and spinal scans. And uh, turns out to be Paul Walter Hauser as, uh, as Stingray laying yep. in the hospital bed after he gets the crap kicked out of him by Silvers. And we find out then after that, we cut to uh, that he's all right. It's just a pulled muscle in his back. What a big cop out. What a big freaking cop out. Very upset about that. That really left me on a sour note. So overall for me and Ryan, I think we're both going to give it a seven and a half out of 10. There's still some room for improvement. Um, so is there any final thoughts? Yeah, let's wrap it up by talking about our finale. And then, okay. yeah. So, I mean, of course, you know, we, we get a lot of big wrap ups here. So spoilers again, um, Miguel decides not to fight. Nobody can find Miguel. Robbie wins the All Valley. Um all valley but robbie has to pull kenny off right. meeting up anthony larusso and we get that bone chilling moment where kenny goes oh you'll know who i am larusso you were my bully that that change is now in high school um and then we get the big wrap up you know we find out uh robbie goes back to and you know sort of accepts his father and miguel we find out is going to find his father in mexico city yep um, and that's where we pick it up course, for the next season uh, Terry Silvers has John Kreese thrown in prison for, for beating up uh, yeah, so, so, so Kreese is out and uh, Silvers in for the, I'm going to assume the rest of the, the series until it ends yeah. I think he's the next big bad until the end of the series, maybe season 5 or 6 they end it but, yeah I agree um, we are running out of time here on yeah. our episode of Top of List, we want, me and Ryan were, uh, RB were trying to make this one a little bit shorter so uh, we're going to cut it off at 25 minutes. We got like a minute and a half left. You guys can find us on Spotify where you can now give reviews. So we please encourage you to give us a review. You can find us on iTunes and you can find us on Google podcasts. 
just type in top of the list with RB and Dom and you'll find us there. Um, so Ryan, take us out, finish up our yep, Cobra thank, Kai here. Yep. <laughs> Thanks guys for tuning into another episode. We're excited to keep bringing you the reviews and excited in another year, hopefully to be bringing you another review of Cobra Kai. All right, guys, we'll see you next week for another episode at top of the list. Find out then what we're going to be talking about. See you guys then. Later. Later.